Hey guys, welcome back to Reality TV and me. I'm your host, Kirsty, and this week we've got a very special surprise. I'm joined by my BFF, Blake, uh, to talk about Vanderpump Rules in a little bit more detail. So we get into this week's episode, um, basically diving right into the Katie Shorts drama and how that all went down and talking about Raquel and James and that whole situation as well as just deep diving into a bunch of other stuff that we kind of fall into along the way. So have a listen out, hope you enjoy and later I'll get into a little bit of Atlanta to finish us off. Okay, hope you enjoy. Hey Blakey. Hey girl, what's up? Oh my god, this is so exciting. I'm getting you on my show. I know, thanks for having me. Oh my goodness, you're like my, I was going to say my favourite guest, but you're just my favourite human, especially guest, because I haven't had a guest. <laughs> yeah, your, your, your first guest. So for everybody listening, which is only going to be me and Blake listening back to our own voices... Blake is my beefcake, my beefy, my BFF that I was talking about last week, and another Vanderpump Rules addict, um, just like moi. So we watched it together this morning. We had one of our little dates, so we thought we'd unpack it together. What did you think? Overall, what was your impression? Did you feel like it was a good episode, or...? I kind of thought it was a bit of a dud episode. You know, I was thinking about it today too. I was like, what are we? There's actually not that much to talk about. Like it was just about Katie being fat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. That's literally the only thing that I could think about. I know. I was like, Um, all right, well, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yes, it was quite... It was quite a boring episode, and, it, and and I was thinking about how, like, it's been, like, the same sort of thing now. Um, Every season. Two weeks row, so it's, like, mm. to be continued, and then to be continued, and then it says the next episode is also to be continued. Yeah, that's the, true, time. because last week we thought that this was going to be the episode that Billy Lee cracks the shits, and then they're still yeah. dragging that out, which is... Like, we need some action. The first episode, it was like, we're out out of the gates strong. And now it's just kind of, you know, simmered again and nothing's really happening. And I think it's like I was texting you when we were watching, you know, I was saying how um, everyone's friends. Like, everyone likes Lala, Stassi and Ariana are now, like, surprisingly friends. Everyone's just way too much in a good place. It's boring. Yeah, I think I think that's what the problem is, is that yeah. everyone is sort of... Um, Do you think that maybe they're just growing up now? <laughs> maybe, like, they're actually well, adults? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I had that thought too. Like, they do seem a lot more mature. So annoying. <laughs> it's like they, they're acting less on their emotions. Yeah. More from, like, their... I don't know, I guess the wise part of them, if there even is that. I don't want that, like, personal growth. I don't want to see that. I just, I lo- like, I watch this show because I love to hate these terrible people. If they become, like, highly evolved good people or just, you know, average humans, 
I'm going to be bored. I'm going to need a new cast. We need, like, more of the James. Yeah. We need, like, old yeah. Jacks. We need crazy James. We need bitchy Lala, insane Stassi. Those are the people I want to watch. I know. I feel like um, this season, like, if it doesn't get – if it doesn't start to speed up, I, I feel like – they might have to start bringing in more. Oh my god! I thought you were about to tell me you were going to abandon me and leave me to watch it on my own. I was about to slap you, <laughs> silly. <laughs> I, will, I will always watch it regardless. Thank you. Don't you yeah. leave me? I'm or I'm like the only person still hanging on to Real Housewives of New Jersey. I'm like the lone person watching it, and I hate it. I hate every minute of it, but I can't not watch it. <laughs> Is it doing – did it used to be really good? Because I don't, I don't watch no, that. No, it's always been so bad, except if you watch it – if you just watch one season, because it's the same plot every single season. So it's like the only franchise of Real Housewives that has um, – like a like a family connection. So there's Teresa, the one whose husband's in prison, and she's like, that oh, yeah. shit, yeah. And then – her brother is married to one of the other housewives. So, but the whole, every single season, no matter what, it's just about their family drama and those two fighting. And it's like, you can watch one season of that because it does get intense, but we're up to like the sixth season of it. And it's just like, okay, it's a tired storyline now. I thought that you were going to say that it used to be totally different and really crazy. Like, no, it is like one of, always one of the crazy ones, to be honest, because they're all just like, None of them are pretending to be classy like in Beverly Hills, you know, like the Vanderpumps of the yeah. world, but yeah. they're yeah, trashy right. and they're open about being trashy, but it's just I the like same storyline. I really like that. I, and um, I think that might be why you like it because it is a bit more <laughs> rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. I do like a little bit of you know, grit and attitude. But, yeah, I think that's why I'm sort of, like, I don't know, like, Brittany and Jax are chill. Um, Schwartz and Katie are chill. The only, yeah, super like... Chill. Yeah, super, like, way too chill. Like, him like come, they're, wait- they're all just waiting for something to happen, like... I know, but none of them are making anything happen. Lala's in a yeah. happy relationship, even though she, like, broke up... <laughs> It's marriage. She's happy. (laughs) (laughs) We don't get to see any of the actual real life drama. Like that would be crazy. I want to know what his ex-wife is thinking and the kids Mm -hmm. and all that. I mean, I want to watch that show. Yeah, me too. But you have to talk about your love affair for the little rascal because me and you have very different views on this. And I'm not happy that she's becoming more of a main character in the show. But how do you feel about that? Yes, yeah, so Raquel, aka Raxi, <laughs> aka Little Rascal, is um I I don't know I kind of I I I take it a liking to her and to be honest, since ever since she first appeared on the show a few seasons ago, um I I instantly felt I felt. I felt a connection with her because I basically feel back to her. <laughs> like, it's so random though because you started feeling this even before she like barely said in line because this is the first season I've heard her say more than one word and you just always saw something in her that like you resonated with or something. 
yeah <laughs> um <laughs> just like seeing her like look solemn in the background you're like oh my god roxy <laughs> yeah I, I don't know there's just something there's a certain energy about her that feels like she doesn't really um have like much of a self-esteem yeah she looks like she's yeah she's pretty like I feel bad that I like I don't feel bad but I know that I should feel bad about saying she's like a cardboard cut out of herself (laughs) because that's basically I think that's how she feels I feel like she doesn't know who she is yet and I feel like that would really upset her because I think she's trying to find herself if you know what I mean yeah, I, I think I think that's that's it. Like, I feel like she might have like a so like a low uh, self worth. Yeah, and that and would I make sense like... with her staying with James as well. If all of these rumors are true, even if they're not, like hearing she doesn't know, so it's like, well, yeah, like the only reason you'd stay is if you don't think you deserve anything better. Yeah, and, and I think that I picked up on that. Yeah, when you I could see that energy. Oh, well, now I feel bad. This is how I feel this episode. Now I feel like that I'm getting to... I didn't want to get to know her more. Like, I was happy having, yeah. like, a one-word Raxi in the corner. Now that I'm getting to know her, I'm like, well, shit, now I'm going to have to feel sorry for her because, it is, like, you can tell she's sad and confused and a little bit like a lost puppy and in this horrible relationship. I'm like, well, fuck, now I have to be invested. <laughs> Yeah, so you can't help but love her. Well, no, I didn't say I love her. I know. know. Don't don't you be putting that in my mouth. I still find it tedious and boring, but I do see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's not like it's not a lot that I love her. It's just that I feel sorry for her, basically. And and the fact that um she's getting so much airtime. It just shows that the show is just at the moment, like in a lull. Not on, and I feel like I feel like they're all on a holiday or something. Like I feel yeah. like. Also, I know that a lot's been going on, like um, Lisa's brother, yeah, um, passed away. Um, and you know, Lala's dad passed away. Jax's dad passed away. That's like, true. It's just been, like, really full on. I feel like everyone's just like, oh, let's just be friends. Like, life's too short or something. Actually, that is such a good point that I hadn't even thought of. Like, yeah, I thought about everyone, you know, the grief that people are individually going through and that they might just be exhausted. But you're right. Like, that probably is a a lot at the same time. And people probably just Mm -hmm. did, like, try and band together a little bit more. Which is, you know, the adult sensible thing to do. But it's not what I want on my... Vanderpump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not why we watched it. I just want like that. We would watch. I don't know some like something. responsible TV show. I don't even know any. Like literally in the background of the conversation we're having right now, I've got Ninety Day Fiance on on in mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like this is like really foreign to us. Like watching. Yeah, I don't know. Like get along. I mean, and it's not the lives that we've led either. We didn't exactly have like. You know, we didn't leap into adulthood, like, all excited about doing, like, doing that. We were, no. like, I'm still a 14-year-old child, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's all very strange. Oh, it's wow. So but I really feel like, I, I actually do have a feeling that the season is going to, like, start to heat up. I just feel like I hope they're all, right. all, 
I just feel like they're all because I think it is some it is summer at mm. the time. Like I do think that it probably is around the time where people actually are on holiday. So in, maybe in it's just like a place. chill vibe at the moment. Like everything's a little like slowed down for summer. Yeah, and so I do think it'll start to start to pick up again, and also because you know Tom Tom is going to open, which I'm really excited about. Do you reckon um, they'll do a spin-off? Um, I think that they will. I, feel I like hope that's so. The whole reason that they because um, why else would they have fucking Schwartz there? He's a useless piece of trash. <laughs> He's a trash human. Yeah. Why is he there? Like maybe like they they're trying to set him up to fail or something. Oh my god, he but like that's all he does is fail. I mean, just honestly send him packing. I'm so sick of watching him. I used to like him and just think, you know, his dopiness and his alcoholism was kind of funny and you know mm-hmm. now I'm just like, no, like you're just a an adult baby and it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder and if that's what people say, think of me. You would the fucking moo-moo? Oh my god. <laughs> that was actually the only good thing he did the whole episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it'll be good. Like, you know how he's got a real honesty about him when he talks about, oh, you know, like, what's the point? Oh, my God. You love everyone. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> you see the good in everyone. I'm just like, fuck off with your <laughs> moo <moo-moo. laughs> That's why. That's why we're good. Together, oh, that's why we make a good team. Yeah, like we can talk about the good and the bad. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> oh my god, I was—I haven't told you yet, but um, I've been on a couple of dates with this guy. Um, really? Yeah, he's a criminal, but let's not go on into that. Oh. <laughs> I, he tries to pretend he's like a reformed criminal, but I—I I mean, it's yet to be seen. Anyway, yeah, so last <laughs> night we were having a conversation and I, he was, I was telling some story and he's just stopped and looked at me and gone, how do you do that? I'm like, what? It's like everything, anything we talk about, you have a horribly depressing story to add to it. I'm like, <laughs> I, like shit, I have heard that before. <laughs> yeah, it's the grim. Oh my, I, that, that's the thing, like, I'm like, you're like the rainbow and I'm like the pot of shit at the end of it. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Anyway, yeah, for some exactly. reason he still wants to hang out with me. So let's just, you know, see what happens there. Put a pin in that one. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in that. You can put a pin in me. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Mum. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to keep my mouth. Um, closed. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I could easily say oh. <laughs> something that I don't want to regret. Don't worry. I'm pretty sure mum's given up on listening to this after the first episode. So it's just me and you hanging on. <laughs> yeah. It's just- <laughs> we'll just be listening back to our own shit talking and we'll love it. Like this is already my favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> You're my favorite character. Oh, thank you. So I want to talk to you because basically the only other thing that happened in this episode is Katie being fat and then um, <laughs> and then Schwartz going and defending her yeah. to James. 
um, yeah. saying she was luscious and sexy. I don't know. Like, it's true, and I like that he said that, but coming from him, yeah. it just felt so – it gave me the creeps. Like, it felt like, oh, I don't know. I don't like imagining <laughs> him. He doesn't – he comes across to me as asexual. Like, I can't imagine him – being a yeah. sexual person, so it just kind of gave me this shiver up my spine. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. She, yeah, and I thought that the ultimatum that she gave mm. Lisa, like, um, you know, like, uh, basically, it's me. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was really unfair to Lisa. Yeah, pretty much. And I felt like I felt like it was just super inappropriate. Like. I don't know. I and and that was so rude that she even was just like, "Oh, the last time I made an ultimatum, I've only made one other ultimatum in my life, and it worked." And that was she's talking about getting yeah. the proposal. It's like, well, you can't just manipulate people into getting what you want. That's a shit way to be. So I don't know. Yeah. That pissed me off as well. I know. I don't know. And like, the, and the fact that you know, like they had this entire episode about her and she's trying to push it as this body body positivity thing and you know that he's not being feminist because he's you know commenting on her body which is is horrible and you know obviously we all know you shouldn't do that but at the end of the day what the episode should have been about was him and Raquel's relationship they had like 10 minutes on that and then half an hour on Katie's like like feminist rampage in inverted commas because it's not, that's not what a feminist makes. Like, for, in my opinion, just complaining yeah. about some and putting, making ultimatisms and, you know, getting fired up when you're kind of ignoring the real problem. That, I mean, there's more to, there's more to fighting back than that. And that just kind of, yeah. I just honestly yeah, exactly. like cheapened it for me. It like pissed me, up, me off. I thought you had a really good point also when, when we were texting and you said, um, like, maybe focusing more on the fact that, James is actually drunk at work. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, or, or if you, like, there should be rules. Like, no one is allowed to drink at work. Exactly. Like, like the rest of us in the world. Like, especially if he's been fired for that before, which he was, and yeah. they confronted him on being an alcoholic and actually told him, I think it was last season or even the one before, that he is not to drink at all. Like, yeah. I mean, just because you're on a reality show doesn't... Oh, you cut out for a sec there. Oh, I said just because you're on a reality show, it doesn't make it okay to get shit-faced at work. But then maybe yeah, it does. I, I don't know. I guess that's that. Guess that's what we need as the viewers. We need that. We need yeah. to drink it. Because it, like it does always... um, inspire that, like, emotional um, fragility which is what's missing because, you know, Lala's sober yeah. now and everyone else is in happy relationships so they don't need to drink so much. <laughs> so he's the only one getting drunk, whereas – so he looks crazy, whereas everyone else um, yeah. used to be on his level and used to be as yeah. erratic, but just because they've kind of, you know, stopped drinking now, they're all just, like, pointing the finger at him. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I feel sorry for him because you can tell he's, like, just a lost – child like he would not be drinking mm. that much and partying that much if he was yeah. okay you know like something is he's, wrong yeah and he's not like he's at the same age as all of them like he's exactly. 26 he's all he's probably 10 years younger than most of them yeah so pretty much he was like if they were all his age there'd be no difference like yeah they're, they're 
he's just doing what they were doing at his at their age. That's so true. I didn't when think they of were that. 26. Yeah. I mean, and now that they're a bit older, Jax was like, doing it two years ago, and he's forty this year. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, cut the kid <laughs> yeah. a break. And instead of like giving him a hand and helping him, they're just like doing what they always do. You know, the Stassies and the Kristens and the Katies of the world. You know, just like trying to make his life hell to make it worse. I just think it's really mean. Like that's not how somebody gets healthy. <laughs> I mean, you know, what like what's yeah. the saying in all the the um meetings is like you got to cure it with I mean, this is so bad like cure, like heal heal somebody with love. You know, like that's yeah. the only way somebody's going to get better if they feel connected, they feel loved yeah. and accepted. You're not yeah. going to just like abuse somebody and yell at them and think they're going to get better. They will want to spite you. So, those girls are just mean girls. I don't know, I'm not into it. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm like exactly contradicting right. myself though because I'm like, oh my god, they're not mean enough, but they're mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, the next episode looks looks good. I Remind think, me, like. I can't remember. Well, they showed James crying, being oh, like, yeah. "Please, Lisa." Oh, um, oh, I hate yeah. when he cries. It breaks <laughs> my heart. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't know. I. It's just really, uh, uh, yeah, it's just really unfair, I think, that um, Katie's, um, yeah, Katie's basically said it's me or James and now, yeah, obviously Lisa's going to, like, choose Well, she kind of has to choose Katie, which is annoying because Katie is less entertaining for the viewer than James is. So, as a viewer, I would prefer to get rid of Katie and keep James. But she can't yeah. do that because Katie's an original, you know? And like she said, she's been there nine years. So it's like, ugh, fuck you, Katie. Oh, no. Just, like, go get pregnant and fuck off for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what she wants, I'm sure. Brittany's going to be pregnant oh, by I, in a year. Um, I, like, you can hold me to that. I oh bet they'll God, get pregnant no. as soon as possible. We have to talk about this beer cheese because... Oh, Beer cheese. <laughs> I mean, I have yet like so many yet no words. I it just sounds disgusting. And of all the things the two of them could go into business for, fucking beer I know. cheese. And um, it's like uh, like orange American cheese with like beer or something. It looks like it looks like plastic. It looks like play doh shaped into cheese into a block. yeah and they're like and she's like and yeah they're like this is gonna be our like business it's gonna like make us this is gonna make us like this is gonna this is our career now (laughs) cheese beer cheese cheese. oh and it actually made me feel sick because you know how sorry yeah go that um that her grandma invented Oh my god! Like she calls her her mama. I think her mama was drinking too many beers at the time. Yeah. <laughs> like just, just sounds freaking nasty. But like for me, on a visceral level, I felt like I was gonna vomit because. So I'm doing pet sitting for any listeners out there who don't know. I'm doing house sitting at the moment, looking after animals. But this new house that I'm in, they had like a house party before they left for their holiday. And they had, they left me like three 
boxes that are like cheese plates each. None of them had been touched. Each one has five different cheeses in it. So I'm, I'm going through about 15 blocks of cheese at the moment in the house. And I've never consumed so much cheese in my life. So when I saw that hunk of beer cheese, even talking about it now, oh, I feel sick. Like it just churned my stomach. Wow. So gross. <laughs> Yeah, that's disgusting. Honestly, I've never eaten so much cheese. It's and like I can't stop. <laughs> you know, like I read yeah. somewhere that there's something in cheese that is technically addictive. Yeah. So now I'm like, yeah. I've just adapted a new addiction. I'm a cheese addict yeah. now. <laughs> like anything but beer cheese. Oh my god, no! Fuck that. Yeah, like especially when you know when you got it laid out, you know you got your little knife, your little crackers, like yeah, you can, it just you you would just eat it all. Oh my god, honestly, I like I the first two nights I was here, I had a block of cheese for dinner both nights, just a block of cheese. <laughs> I didn't like gnaw at it with like hold it in my fist and gnaw. <laughs> I did eat it with crackers and you know a knife, but. Still, that's a lot of cheese for a small person. (laughs) Oh, well, what's she going to do? Exactly. Anything else that we really, like, like you said, there wasn't much in this episode. Yeah, it was a bit of a dud episode. I was like, oh, no. Oh, we have to talk about, sorry, I just remembered before I interrupted you. Um, Okay. That fucking Peter phone call. Oh, yeah. What a twat. That was so rude. I know, like, this is, this would have never happened years ago, like, Mm -hmm. uninvited one, because they might cause some drama. Like, Like, isn't that why we are watching that show? (laughs) It's so bizarre, like. So weird. And the way he did it, though, excuse me, the way he did it was, like, like, he called up, and he, that's just why I don't like Peter, he's so smarmy. Like he calls up and he's yeah. so nice. Hey, James, how are you going? Just wanted to let you know that you're uninvited from my party. Bye. And James yeah, is just kind of like, oh, uh, okay. Like he didn't get an opportunity to even say anything. He was just like, oh, okay, I guess. Like that really pissed me off how nice he was pretending to be while, you know, giving someone a slap. I hate people like I that. I would rather somebody say, hey, bitch, like you're not allowed to come to my party because you're a drunk skank then pretend that, you know, to be nice to my face. I would respect that person so much more. Yeah. And you know, know. what? People call me a drunk skank all the time. And you know what? I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been sending me some pictures of um, Stasi lately. Oh, my God. I can't. I don't know why they keep coming up on my Instagram feed. These before and afters of Stasi. Yeah, I don't know. I must have liked a couple of them and now I get them all the time. (laughs) And they just make me laugh every time I see her old face. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As you would say, a chinless skank. (laughs) You said that. (laughs) No, that's what you call me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you are a chin. Because I always talk about that I don't have have a chin and that I, and that. Um, yeah, well, see, so now you've seen evidence that you too could have a chin just like Stasi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day, exactly. babe, one day. 
Yeah, that will be, yeah, that will be the dream. Oh my god, you're going to look so cute. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I love it with her dark hair, because she, like, went through this, like, goth phase that we all go through in high school. I don't know, teenage girls do anyway. And it's like, me and my friend in year 10 were just like, we're going to dye our hair black and, like, you know, like, dump our boyfriends. And we, like, went all angry and just, like, you know, we did, they had, like, chocolate brown hair and just like wore like light yeah. makeup and dark chocolate. eyeliner and we're just like oh it was so hair. bad chocolate hair dyed like that was really in yeah it was all the rage and actually i look good with it because it brings out the green in my eyes but it also <laughs> brings <Yeah. laughs> it also brings out the like darkness in my soul so i had to choose to go blonde again I was, you know. No, I liked blonde. Thank you. It feels most like me. You know, I've done every color yeah. of rainbow, but it's the one that I always come back to because it feels like it fits my personality. I know. I think it does something mentally like um, having blonde hair. I don't know why. Oh my I god, like- how's your blonde going? Are you still ready, blonde? Um, yeah, like, um, it's grown out quite a bit, but I'm getting it redone tomorrow. Oh, cute. Send photos. Yeah. yeah I also well, like that regrowth look, though, I have to say. No, same. Like, I've let it grow out quite a bit because I like it's got a bit more depth. Like depth Gaga here. in the Gaga movie, uh, documentary. You no, know, when she opens and she's barbecuing and she has, like, that platinum blonde hair with the black the, roots. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's so, like, I don't even give a shit. I'm just, like, no. just... I just, like, Same. let my hair grow out. I'm, like, a multimillionaire. I could get someone to just come to my house and do my hair, but I don't even care. Like, fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah. I, I love know, it. Right. <laughs> no, it's good. Like, it's be- I-, I like I like it when it's got a bit of depth to it. So, you know, like, I've got dark eyebrows, dark roots. Yeah, and, it's, like, a lot going uh, on. Yeah, exactly. It's got a lot of depth to it, like you, but unfortunately not, like, your chin. <laughs> Yeah, you see, that's exactly it. Oh my god, I love you. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. It's okay. It's (laughs) true. I am a chinless skank. Whatever. You call me an obese. What do you call me? A dysmorphic whore. (laughs) I didn't call you obese, but I I did call you a dysmorphic whore because, yeah. Because I am one. (laughs) (laughs) There's a playing on my body dysmorphia. No, that's cute. That's cute. Well, I don't know. I don't have anything else major to add. There was a little more Sheena in this episode, which was... Oh, yeah, that's right. Tiresome. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, another character. Oh, I thought it was so funny when they cut to Stacey in her interview and she's she's tapping her nails on her phone with her screen. Oh, oh my it's God. Like, it's so nice not to hear her <laughs> on her phone. Oh, seriously. And I just had this flashback to her trying to work one of those ordering machines. I don't, I've never had a job like that at Sir. And like trying to tap, she couldn't even tap the screen because she had to like had those insane long nails, like talons. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I don't know how girls do it. Like, I just wouldn't be able to do anything. No, no, I can't do it. I like the look of long nails, but they look weird on me because I've got these chubby little sausage fingers. So if I have long nails, it's like my nails are beautiful, which draws people's eyes to my hands. But then I'm like, look away, avert your eyes from my sausage fingers. 
So I prefer to keep my nails <laughs> small and inconspicuous as to not draw attention to my hands. <laughs> yeah. See, there's like my, there's a good example of the body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. My hideous fingers. <laughs> Chop them off. <laughs> oh my goodness, hilarious. Well, I don't know any. Who else is in the cast? Anything else to add? Kristen's insane. Don't really understand this whole hope situation, but I think it'll sort of play I know, itself out. I think. I think that. Um, I feel like James has definitely been um cheating on Brittany a hundred percent. On Britney. <laughs> oh shit! I keep mixing Britney and. I know when this happened on Raxi. It's so weird. I guess they they have a similar like storyline. It's like yes, last season repeating lies, itself. Uh, yeah. And they actually have like they do look a little bit alike, I guess. And James and Jax are essentially the same person twenty years apart. I really yeah, believe that. that. How weird is that? It's like they found a younger version. I think it's really fascinating and and how oblivious Jax is to it as well. So weird. I love it. I love it. I think, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else to add unless you have something more to add um, about no, this. No, I feel like, I feel like we, we really just got a dud episode. Like, that was a dud one, yeah. But I would love yeah. to have you on again if you're up for it. Yeah, I'd love to come back. Oh my goodness, that would make my life. Even just to hear your voice again. Yeah, no, sweet it is dulcet nice tones. What? <laughs> it's nice to hear your voice oh, too. Stop. <laughs> okay, cute. Well, thank you so much for popping in and having a chat with me and adding your exciting two cents. It's Thank you. such a pleasure to talk to you from all the way over in Australia when I'm here in London as I miss my little beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'd love to come back. Oh, I love it. When it's a more exciting episode, though. Yeah, definitely. Let's wait till there's yeah. a really good one yeah, and just wait jump till there's something in. Where it just like. There's too much we can't even fit it in. Okay, let's definitely do that instead of just yeah. talking about Katie's, you know, b- button shorts and the little yeah. rascal complaining. This <laughs> mm. must how the editors must feel. Like Honestly, it's actually, yeah. it's so good having your perspective because you see different things to me. So just for the listeners, like he's a producer. Is that what you would call yourself? Yeah, filmmaker, producer. Yeah, so you're coming from a different eye than, you know, just the, me. I'm a lay viewer. So, yeah, I think that's, you know, it's always good to have a different kind of perspective. Yeah, I agree. All right, Bay. I will talk okay. to you soon. I'm going to get into a little bit of Atlanta and uh, sign off. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so I'm literally just going to speed through Atlanta because it was, I don't know, kind of a non-episode for me. Um, I enjoyed that Portia went and worked at the hot dog factory. I thought that was really weird. Like, is that even a 
thing people do? What do you, like, what is that? And then she had to work there for the entire, like, an eight-hour shift. I don't know about that, honestly. And she was so funny how she was like, oh, I was just going to do it. I thought it was still going to be doing it for half an hour for the cameras, and then I'll go home. Like, well, yeah, that's what we thought too. Really strange. So, yeah, it's pretty um, suspicious because Mama Gina keeps asking Portia if there's something she should know. Um, and it sounds like she knows about the pregnancy, but then she mentions the engagement again and the prenup and stuff. So I was like, well, I don't... Yeah, it's hard to say, but maybe she senses that, you know, they're hiding something. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I felt bad for... Um, Greg, Nini's husband, that, you know, he really obviously needed this couple's trip and then three of the boyfriends or husbands cancelled. So that was sad. He was obviously very disappointed. Um, and we didn't get to meet Cynthia's new beau. So that was a bit disappointing as well. Um, but yeah, ended up being a girl's trip, which honestly is more fun anyway. The men are so invested in husbands are so invested in Atlanta in the show it's um I don't know it's weird I don't know how I feel about it I think I prefer the the female drama Shamari still really not digging her I you know I hate her fashion sense um thought Marlo's really funny <laughs> trying to influence her and she's so offended I don't know I just I just really don't like her I don't like her personality her character's not doing it for me I think she's kind of smug and has no good real good reason to be I just I just don't feel it. like I just don't really dig her at all I thought it was pretty funny that um Portia admitted to giving her the cold shoulder because she was like offended by something Shamari said she's like I just wasn't feeling you that day I just wasn't feeling you <laughs> so that was amazing but yeah, no, basically everyone meets at Candy's house. Um, Greg makes a nice little speech and says goodbye. It did feel sorry for him. Um, and then, yeah, they all get into this bus and start playing Tree Hill or Dare, which I guess the highlight, if you want to call it a highlight, was that Eva just sucked Shamari's fingers. Eva was hilarious that she'd like obviously had never sex talked in her life and she obviously felt so embarrassed. I thought that was so good. And then Candy steps up and she's just like, oh, remember how you like to eat me from behind? It was just so confident with it. It's like, oh, so uncomfortable. But yeah, that was kind of fun. But otherwise, I don't know. It was it was a bit boring. They kind of just kept talking about how bored they were. And, you know, bored people are boring people. Finally, they end up at the house and they sort out the rooms, which is always a big ordeal, except Nini was kind of organized and, you know, had a little game planned. So that was ended up being fine, um, which kind of took away from some of the drama that I do like about when they go on holidays. But, you know, it all it was kind of cool because they all got to choose each other's rooms. So that was fine. Um, and then we get in on the drama, Cynthia, that shady birch talking about the, um, the bachelorette party. And then they're sort of pushing Eva and why that she didn't invite any of the girls or invite Nini. And she was clearly just really taken aback. I think Eva's that girl that just kind of, I think she's just really like living her own life. She's just had a baby. She's planning a wedding. She's a successful model. I really think she, like everyone thinks she's this kind of 
aloof bitch. I really think she's just busy and not thinking about you. I think she's that cool. Like she's not even trying to be cool. I think she actually just is. <laughs> um, I think she would have, you know, love Nini there, but I believed I've been in that position where, you know, somebody's really sick or they're really tired or busy and you don't like, especially if she's being a carer for someone, you don't want to put pressure on them and, you know, have them decide, like have to either say no to you and feel like they're disappointing you just to come to your bachelorette party you know like I would feel so silly asking someone to come to my bachelorette party when their husband is dying of cancer like I understood what she was saying I also understand the how it looks on the other side so yeah I don't know maybe it would have been better just to throw out an invitation but I didn't really get what she was saying about it being a kind of surprise but it wasn't a surprise but it's a surprise to her and then Portia had been invited ages ago I can't I honestly can't tell with her like I don't know if she's being shady or not I I she always looks so shocked when they accuse her of it that it's sort of just like she can't I really like I believe her but maybe I'm being naive yeah and then Shamari kind of um attacks Portia so briefly mentioned that before but Shamari is just I don't know trying to get in her good books with Portia um and she's like you know pissed that Portia's really not acknowledging the fact that they you know went to school together and you know not that Porsche's not but I guess it's hard to tell if they were friends or not I don't know so yeah I um I don't know it wasn't really not, not much else happened and I think that's that's kind of it Marlo offering to give Shamari makeover um which will be next week and I really really hope that that happens um I'm sure it won't because I think Shamari is a little bit too uh, stuck in her ways and also she'll just be too offended and it'll cause a row rather than, you know, actually just helping her get her style together because it's embarrassing. But yeah, honestly, like, what's that? Five minutes and we're done. I have nothing more to add about that. Um, I guess the highlight was truth or dare and for me that was, yeah, not really that much of a highlight. So hopefully next week is a little bit more eventful. I love these girls. They're always fun to watch, even if there's not much going on in the episode. I think we'll get into it next week because, you know, it's always fun when they're on a, on a girl's trip. Um, shit usually, usually gets a bit wild and, you know, so we'll just have to see how that all rolls out. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you for joining me once again. And it was so nice having my little baby on. Um, hopefully we'll have him on again, you know, soon in the near future if he if he takes me back. Um, otherwise, peace out and I'll chat to you next time. You can catch me on um, just my personal socials at the Mo because I haven't organized a fan page for this yet. Um, but I'm now on Spotify and I'll be on, I'm working on getting on iTunes so you can check that out. Um, I'll let you know next, probably next time if I'm on iTunes yet or when that happens. In the meantime, Instagram is at Kirsten Moore underscore music and on Facey it's Facebook slash Kirsty with a Y more music. Um, I think <laughs> double check that. If you just go to my website, kirstenmore.com.au, you'll get to all of those different socials um, just with the, with the links there. So that's the, probably the easiest way to do it rather than me relying on my brain because I haven't had lunch yet. So 
I have no idea what's going on. All right. Charles, bye.